Hello, 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 wonderful people. Welcome once again to another episode of Transform Thursdays, where we take your heart and your mind to the next level through the word of the Lord. Thank you all so much for tuning into this week's episode. So I would like to begin this week's episode by asking us a question. Do you trust God? Do you trust God in every area of your life? I ask this because I want us to recognize that we only pour out our heart and speak deeply to those that we trust, especially to those that we spend a lot of time with, to those that we commune with or are close with. Just imagine your best friend, your bae, your husband, whatever your relationship may be, or just those that are close to you, your best girlfriends, your best guy friends. We see as humans, that we are able to trust people that we spend more time with, people that we speak to on a regular basis, even if it's not regular, but when you do speak to them, you trust them, you trust their connection with you, you trust their love for you, you just trust them. And so in that same way, I ask you again, do you trust God? Do you trust God in all areas of your life? And even just taking it back to the scenario with our human relationships, we see that it's not all of the areas of our lives that we discuss with a particular person. Yes, we may talk about some aspect, but it's not all of it, except perhaps it's your husband or it's your wife. But even at that, I feel like as humans, to some extent, unfortunately, there are going to be areas that we may not want to share, especially not immediately, just because we do not like feeling vulnerable, we do not like feeling exposed and open and emotionally naked. So having something that is a bit withheld is something that humans tend to typically do. But with God, our relationship with him is not meant to be in that same way. We are to trust him and you would know if you trust God by how much you talk to him, which is essentially prayer. So that means that if you trust God, you're going to be talking to him, which means that you're going to be praying regularly. So if that is technically the way in which we filter, if we actually trust God by prayer, I then wonder why is it that we do not trust God? Sometimes we may not trust God because we feel like God doesn't want to hear us, especially if your relationship with him has been a little bit strained in terms of you haven't been as close with him as you were before and you haven't been spending as much time or you've never spent time with God and because of that, you don't pray to him just because you don't have that relationship with him. Another thing could be perhaps we feel like the situation is too big for God to handle or it's irrelevant in terms of, for example, wanting to make sure that you make it in time to catch your bus because the success for the rest of your day in terms of making it to work in time or making it to school in time or what other appointments you have hinges on you catching your bus on time so that the rest of your day still goes as planned. Sometimes we feel like talking to God or praying to God about a situation like that is irrelevant because we should only pray about healing cancer or getting rid of this social distancing and this virus that is around 
or just whatever situations that look so big in your eyes or in our eyes as human beings rather than just the everyday thing that God would actually want to talk to us with or speak to us about. So those are just some examples or scenarios as to why sometimes we may not want to pray or we may not want to trust God, we may not want to talk to him just because of those things that I had mentioned. And when we then notice that, I think the question next is in terms of why can we actually trust God with these things? How do we debunk some of the things that I mentioned earlier as to some hindrances as to why we do not pray or talk to God? And why can we actually trust God? Why can we actually pray? And why is it important to pray? So these are just some things to remember, some promises that God has for us and God declares over us. So the first reason being his knowledge about whatever we're facing We see this in the book of Matthew chapter 6 from verse 28. It says, So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not so much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all of these things. So here it's saying that God already knows. You know, with the first point being that his knowledge about whatever it is that you're facing. So you telling God, you praying to God, is not necessarily bringing it to his knowledge for the first time. He knew everything that you were going to go through even before you were born. And if here he's telling us and reminding us that these sort of things are not things that we should be putting in our hearts. For it is the Gentiles, aka those that are not in God. Those are the things that they worry about. They worry about so much things, whether it's the clothes, what are they going to eat tomorrow, where's the next paycheck going to come from, just worrying about so many things. But God is saying, trust me, talk to me, place it in my hands because I already know about what it is that you're facing. I already know that you are going to face this. All I just want from you is to bring it to me, to remind yourself and to let yourself know that you trust me to take care of it. So that's the first point. The second point being his power to actually handle the things that you're looking to him to handle. So the book of Isaiah chapter 66 from verse 1 to 2 says, Heaven is my throne and earth is my footstool. Where is this house that you will build me? Where is this place of my rest? For all those things my hand has made, and all those things exist, says the Lord. But on this one will I look, on him who is poor and of a contrite spirit, and who trembles at my word. Essentially, this is just reminding us that everything in this earth belongs to God, and he has authority in the heavens and on the earth. 
verse 1 says that heaven is his throne and the earth is his footstool. So if something is his footstool, it means that it is literally under his feet because he puts his feet on top of it. It means that all these things that we may be putting inside our minds, he has power, he has control. And so if whatever it is that you're worrying about that you're thinking of is on this earth, best believe that God can handle it because the earth is his footstool. So if whatever situation is worrying you, is making you have sleepless nights, remember that you can trust God with it. You can pray about it because if it's on this earth, if it's a situation that pertains to this earth in some way, shape or form, or even pertains to something in heaven, God has power to control either dimension. So it's just a matter of, are we going to trust that power? Or are we not? And if we're not, then we do not pray. But if we are going to trust the power, then we pray and we speak to him about it. The third point is then his love for you that fuels his desire to want to handle things. First Peter chapter 5 verse 7 says that we should cast all of our cares on him because he cares for us. And I was going to sing this one song by Governor B, but it kind of has a rap in it and I need all the beat and it might not sound as good. So I'm just going to skip that part, but you can look it up. It says, Cast Your Cares by Governor B. And it's such a great song because even with the bridge, it says that I know he's on my side and that's everything. In the past, he is led even through the dark. And anything we need, we can ask because I know. I know that you're with me, you're near me, you're for me. I know that you're listening and leading and loving. And I pray that you hear me and that you free me and that you carry me. And I know that you're with me, you're near me and you're for me. And that even in my weakness, even in my trouble, when it's the darkest, when it's the hardest, when you feel lonely, you console me. And when I'm searching and when I'm hurting, I know that you're with me, you're near me, and you're for me, my Lord. To me, that's just a great reminder to this First Peter 5 or 7 that we should cast all of our anxiety, cast all of our cares on God because he cares for us, because his love for us fuels his desire to want to handle things. And we even see in Romans 8 verse 32 where it says that he which is God, who did not spare his only son, but gave Jesus Christ for our sake. How much more will he not, along with Jesus, give us so much more, so much things that we may ask of? You know, whatever it is that you're thinking of, whatever, whether, like I said before, whether it's something that seems like it's irrelevant how much more will he give that to us when God is given his one and only son, which is the greatest gift ever? So if God has given us the greatest gift that we can ever ask for, and we did not even ask for that. We didn't even care. We didn't even know we needed help, right? As sinners, you know, before you come into Christ, you didn't even know that you were blind, that you were dead, that you were lost. But God, in his love, in his infinite mercy, saw that I need to send my son so that these people that I love can be reconciled back to me. 
that is a huge love and that is even more of a reason why we need to trust in him and why we need to pray and also why we need to speak to him on a daily basis because building that love and recognizing the standing in that love that he has for us is so important for us to build that desire within ourselves to continue to trust in him and continue to pray to him. And the fourth thing that I'm going to mention today is in his consistency in handling the things that we present to him. The book of Numbers chapter 23 verse 19 says that God is not a man, so he does not lie. He is not human, so he does not change his mind. Has he ever spoken and failed to act? That's a question. Has he ever promised and not carried it through? So obviously the answer is no. And if that answer is no, then we need to trust in his consistency. And I get that sometimes some situations may not play out like we imagined or as we may have humanly desired. But all in all, God is consistent. God is consistent in his love, in his power, in his desire, in his ability, in everything. Because he's not man. He does not change. He does not lie. He doesn't switch up on you. He doesn't come today and go tomorrow and then come the next day and not come the following day. He is consistent. So in that case, we need to realize and recognize that, okay, God is not human being. He's not my best friend that said will call me but never did. He's not this guy that stood you up or a date or a girl that stood you up. He's not your employer that said that they would give you your vacation pay but didn't. Or he's not that company that said they would hire you but changed their mind. In that case, if God is none of that, then we can trust in him because human beings are going to fail you. They are limited. There's only so much that humans can do. And so if humans will be inconsistent, you know, sometimes it's not by their general desire to be inconsistent, but it's just we're humans. We're not always going to be consistent in everything at every time. And in that case, remember that God is not human. So if he's not human, he's going to be consistent. And we can trust in his consistency trust in his power, trust in what he's made available for us. And with that, by God's grace, as we come to him, our trust with him will continue to grow and we will continue to see that we are bringing so many things to him. We are casting all of the cares, casting all of the anxiety, casting every single thing at his feet. So I pray that we remember that God actually does care and that he's powerful, he loves us, and he's consistent, and he already knows about everything that we may ever face, and I pray that even as we remember this, we remember as well that all we have to do is show that we trust him by starting off in prayer, by bringing prayer, and by talking to him, and bring in everything that we are looking to, everything that we are considering, everything that may be bringing our hearts down a little bit. I pray that we remember to bring it to him and show him that, God, I trust you. I trust in your love for me. I trust in your power. I trust in your consistency. I just trust you in your entirety. 
So I hope you have been blessed today and I hope you've been encouraged. Thank you once again for listening to this episode. Bye and God bless you.